0: You are listening to the Christian Worship Center podcast. For more information about our church, please visit us at cwcstillwell.com. We hope you enjoy this message. Book of Hebrews chapter 11, and this is the faith chapter, but we're talking about Moses. And I want to start in the 25th verse uh, because uh, that's kind of where... Uh, We ended last time. I mean, we kind of got to the 27th verse, but we're going to go back to the 25th, so you'll kind of know what we were talking about. Um, Verse 24 said, when he was come to years, he refused, or when he grew up. When he grew up, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Sometime when you grow up, you got to refuse to be identified with your past. Come on, grown-up people don't identify with what they used to be. Come on, mature people don't go back and try to be on the bottle when they're eating with a fork now. Come on, if you look at the elder brother in the in the prodigal son story, you'll find he wanted the same thing that that brother that had went out and done everything and that was back on the bottle. He wanted some of that attention. And we got elders, brothers in the body of Christ that still wants the attention of the new convert. And they'll stir up drama to get it. Oh, this ain't where I was planning on going this morning. Have you ever known a person that would get in a relationship and because they are such under mature? that they would get in a certain place in the relationship, that they would stir up controversy in the relationship to appear as the victim. Every relationship they get into, they always wind up the victim because they they are not mature enough to understand, oh, that you're too grown to quit. You're too mature to go back to that. So they keep wondering why they can't have a relationship with it. Every relationship they get fell, falls apart. Is because when they get in a certain place and it starts being too much for them and it starts, being too, um, too, 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 um, it starts seeming to be too much for them to give, well, they'll start drama, so it'll end. I know it's quiet in here this morning. Wow, I got to move on, don't I? So, so what he was doing by faith, Moses, when he had grown up, when he became mature, he refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He refused to identify his present with his past. You, you got to understand when you are in the present, you're too grown. To go back to the past. Verse 25 says he chose to be mistreated. This is in the NIV. I hope this don't offend you. Let me read it in the King James real quick. Esteem and choosing rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God. Rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Now go back to that one. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. So you get both, right? I'm giving the Oklahoma version last so you can understand, okay? Because so, we tend to read the King James and it sounds pretty nice and pretty reflected until you get to one of these. And then he just rips you apart. <laughs> he says, I'm going to tell you plainly, that you got to enjoy what God's people are going through rather than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. you got to enjoy the affliction, and we don't like affliction, so we run from it. But mature people stay with the affliction because they know that in the end, we win. So I don't have to have cake and ice cream every service. I don't have to have... Taking ice cream every day of my life because I know that in eternity I'm going to get to enjoy the best God has so let me suffer a minute here let them people have no suffering and they look like they're getting by because this is the best it's going to be for them but for me I'm going to I'm going to suffer right now because after a while I'm going to get the best So stop letting everything everybody else is doing affect your maturity in Christ. Because if you can't suffer a little bit of affliction and you've got to always have cake and ice cream. I'm just using that as a, come on, because we as Christians, we like cake. I prefer pie, but that's good. (laughs) But here's why. Verse 26 says he regarded, and that's the other version. Go back to the King James. I'll read it first. Esteeming the reproach of Christ as greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of reward. Now let's go back to the NLT or the NIV. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value, come on, than the treasures of Egypt because he was not looking for his immediate reward. He was looking ahead to his reward. So you've got to understand you can't have it now. And we want it now, right? Right? Come on, there's, there's some things that we've got to work ourselves through to outgrow some stuff. So Moses want, knew who he was. We, I told you a few weeks ago, his parents knew who he was. He had a, he had a some supernatural uh, thing that was going on inside of him that his parents recognized. They recognized he was important, that he was proper, that he, was, that he had hidden significance in him. And like I told you last, a few weeks ago, you don't uncover all of your significance until it gets mature. Come on, there's some things you don't share until you get it together. Come on, I'm working on a sermon. I'm not going to share with you all the part. I may some people in this house because I believe they're, you know, they, 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 they feed into me. But everybody, I'm not because they'll say, man, where did you come up with that? That is ridiculous. That's somewhat sacrilegious. You understand what I'm saying? And they will ruin your whole idea and talk you out of it because they never understood where you're headed. Because you don't have that where you're headed understood yet. You understand when Hollywood makes a movie, they shoot the ending first. Well, where'd they get that? Because God said in Isaiah, from the beginning, I declared the ending. When I was at the beginning, I already declared how it was going to end. I might not have the details worked out yet, but I know how it's going to end. And I already have... So they, Hollywood, learned that from God and said we're always going to shoot the ending first and then we go back and work our way to the end. You know why? Because they got to know how it ends so they can figure out what to do in between there. Yeah! That makes sense, don't it? So guess what? God knows you're ending. You may not know what you're ending. You know you're ending, but you may not know what all you're going to go through. Moses knew he was a deliverer, but he didn't know how he was going to mature enough to get there. So Moses has to make a decision. I'm not going to be identified with who I was. He was looking ahead. To his reward. He was not looking at his beginning. He was called Pharaoh's daughter's son. That makes him have a cushy lifestyle. Come on, anything he wants, he's got it. Because his grandfather is king. He said, I like the fact that my grandpa's king. But I really like the fact that my dad is the head of the universe. Come on. You got to be excited about your Paul being a king, but you got to be more excited about your father owning it all. He owns not only that kingdom, but every other kingdom, any kingdom that's going. Come on, y'all, y'all, mm, hallelujah! And he's already got a plan now how it's going to work. And you don't have to worry about it. You just got to lean on him. Trust in him and believe in him. So, he goes in through this whole thing and he says, I got to make a decision. So, Acts chapter 7, I believe it is, I think, where Stephen's, is it Stephen's message? Acts chapter, I don't remember. Anyway, Stephen tells us when he's preaching to the Jews, and that's the message that got him killed, is he tells them, Moses, after 40 years, he decides. Come on, he was 40. Stephen tells us. He was 40 when he decides, I'm supposed to deliver God's people. 40 years he's lived. How many of y'all, 40 year old people, come make a decision to have a lifestyle change? It don't happen. Right? You're trying to wind down. Here's Moses trying to wind up. <laughs> You know, so the whole deal is, is that 40 years of age, he decides, I'm supposed to deliver God's people. So he goes down to visit his people. And he says, I know they'll be glad to see me because they've all been wanting out of this mess. And he goes down there and finds an Egyptian whipping up on his brother. And he says, that's my brother. That's one of God's kids. Oh yeah, that's King's son that's doing it, but This universe son. he's whipping up on. I really got to straighten this deal out. And so he takes that guy and he kills him. Smites the Egyptian, it says. And he says, he hides him in the sand. (laughs) Come on, if you want to hide something, the sand's not the place. Ask an ostrich. (laughs) You you don't want to hide it in the sand because the first wind that comes up is going to uncover it. And there it is. And so the deal is, is Moses is used to deserts places. He's been there for forty years. He's been living in the desert. All of a sudden, he goes back. After he comes back, the next day, and two Israelites are fighting, and they say, "Who put you lord over us? We don't want none of your input. You've been in the king's house all this time. You don't even know what we're going through, dude. Go back to your hood. Go back to where you're comfortable." You're causing us trouble, and when he went back, he realized I can't do this. I can't be who I'm supposed to be because I got too much problems. There's everything is not hid like he thought it was, so he goes back to the wilderness. Forty more years. Go, come on, he's forty. All of a sudden, God says, "Boy, it is time for you to get out of them shoes." Come on. Come on, you've been walking in your shoes for 80 years now. It's time for you to let me in them shoes. Get out of them so I can get in. And when God got in his shoes, guess what happens? He goes before Pharaoh, throws down a rod, and becomes a serpent, and he picks up a serpent and it becomes a rod. He sticks his hand in his, in his chest and it becomes leprous. Sticks it back in and it gets white as snow. Or, or, or back, to, back to skin light. You know what God is showing him? You, got, you can't do this by yourself. I have to be in your shoes for me to get the glory. Because you're trying to do it on your own. 40 years ago, you didn't try to do it on your, on your own identity. So then he recognizes, I can't be known as Pharaoh's son and still be king and still be a ruler of God's people. I can't do both. He's got conflicting identities. He is Pharaoh's kid. But he's also God's son of the universe's kid. And God and Pharaoh has had a conflict in the wilderness. So, mm, hallelujah. Both of them are talking. He's hearing Pharaoh's side and he's hearing God's side. And God says, but I want you in my team. I want you. I'm who called you. I'm who made you. I'm who birthed you. I'm who gra- I'm who granted you everything you got. you got to decide who side you're going to be on. Amen. Are you going to go with them? or are you going to stay with me? You're going to stay with me. You've got to understand. so Moses made a decision not based on riches and the pleasures of sin. He made it based on destiny. Come on, church. We've got to make sure that our birth and our identity isn't conflicting our destiny. Because where God's calling you to go, you can't be here. And this is what Moses understood. So I want to talk to you about appreciation for sin a minute. Come on, he that ever said that sin wasn't fun didn't do it right. So you got to understand that sin fulfills a need. Come on, I'm headed somewhere, don't y'all fall out with me yet? Do you understand what I'm saying? Sin fulfills a need. You've got to have appreciation for that need being met. Come on, that, don't sound, that sounds kind of conflicting, these that I appreciate my sin because it nailed him to a cross. No, 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 no. You gotta understand that sin is met a need, and you have to have that need met. Before you can move on with your life. This is why some people keep going back to the bottle. Is because they never found out that he could meet their need better than that sin could. They got to have appreciation for the need being met. So you can see, I need that met. i got to find something to fill that hole. That void is there i got to find something to fulfill that need. And God's saying, come unto me. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly, and you shall find rest unto your soul. You've been trying to deal with this, Moses. 80 years you've been running, trying to look for a way to feed your need and to make your destiny work at the same time. Come on, we got people in the church that's still trying to fulfill their need, although they know their destiny. But their need's so much greater than their destiny right now. Oh, that they're trying other stuff to meet the need, and their destiny's lacking. People of God suffering during affliction. They got things going on. God's saying, I want to provide for them. But Moses, you've got to get yourself together here and understand it's not all about you. You can't spend 80 years focusing on your need while every one of your peers is all suffering because you won't do what you're supposed to do. Oh, so he chose. you got to make a choice this morning. Is your need more important or is your destiny more important? They both are important. They're both important. But you've got to find out that the only thing that can meet your need and keep it met is Jesus. Come on, come on. Ooh, come on sing it to you. He's never going to let me down. He's never going to, never going to let me down. He's never going to, never going to let me down. You know why? Because I got to trust him. Moses said, I like the treasures of Egypt, but the disgrace for the sake of Christ is the greater value here. Because all I'm going to do is keep Meeting a need that cannot be met. All that I'm doing with a system is meeting a need that it can't meet. And every day you have to maintain the need. Every day you have to go back to the internet and look at porn. Every day, you have to go back to the whorehouse and have your fix. Every day, you have to go back to the drug house and get your Because every day, got to have that need met. And that need is great. But I'm going to tell you about a king that runs the universe, that rules all things, that says, come unto me. All oh, ye that labor, you're tired of running. You're tired of chasing pretty rainbows. You're tired of making it happen on your own time. God is saying right today, today is your day of salvation. You got to make a choice. Yes, I appreciate my sin, but I want my destiny fulfilled. Oh, shut up. Mm, I'm, I'm done. Oh. So you get what I mean. We got conflicted identities in the church. We got people running, trying to get their need met, and trying to preach. Come on. Well, preacher, you don't understand. Yeah, I do. I've been there. Running to and fro. Running around. Oh, this need meets, well, the system is here. It can meet this need. Come on, the system can meet the need. But only for the moment. Tomorrow you're going to get up and that same need's going to be there. If you're an unfunctioning addict, it's going to be there in a few hours. If you're a functioning addict, it may take you three days to catch up. But guess what? Your need's still going to have to be made in three days, it's got to be met. And you've got to make a choice where am I going to run? When there's no one else to run to. You know why Moses ran to the wilderness every time he got in trouble? is because, no, he thought nobody could find him there. But all of a sudden, a bush shows up. hmm And something's in the bush. You, you, you understand he hasn't, he has seen many bushes start fire, catch fire, I believe, in the desert because that's what they do. But only one. Caught fire that wasn't consumed, mm. Mm. and he says, "Well, it's fired up. In a minute, it'll burn up." But he looked back two minutes later, and it's still burning, and it's still got green leaves on it. Wow! Okay, okay, okay. You got my attention. Let me go check this out. This bush is not like other bushes. And all of a sudden, something speaks out to him and says, Moses, take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. I'm about ready to step in your shoes, buddy. I'm about ready to put your shoes on. you got to step out of them. you got to leave your comfort zone. I know you've been running, so I'm going to take your shoes so you can't run no more. Cup. Oh, three, I, I'm going to take your shoes down. You can't yeah. run from me. You got to stay here because they sticky stuff on this desert floor and you don't want none of it. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Hey! So you got to listen to me. Well, I'm through, y'all. <laughs> and he says, I want to tell you. I want you to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Mm, last time I checked, God, how was his people? Yeah, God knows when you're tired of just getting your need met. Come on, we've become a church that just wants, we always want a high. We've taught our people to come in and if they don't have a high, They can leave and go to the restroom. Maybe the high will be here when they get back. Or maybe they'll run check their phone. And maybe the high will be here when... Come on, y'all. I'll sit here and act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You got to run in the water fountain. Oh, we got to do something. You can't sit still. We can't be still and know he's God anymore. Because we're in such a fast-paced world that something is always happening on our eye watch. Uh-huh. Something is always going on to let us know that we need to move. Your your Fitbit is going crazy. Get up. So when it does, get up and praise God. Amen. Get up and run around the church. Somebody might know think you're in the spirit and others might know you're in the spirit. But let me tell you what'll happen is God will get glory when we move. Decide this morning. I am done with conflicting identities. Does anybody in this house get what I'm saying? I'm tired of the enemy sitting over here saying you're this. And God sitting over here saying, No, I called you to be this. And the enemy says, But you're not worthy to be that. But God says, But I made you worthy. <laughs> but but you know what you did yesterday. But I forgave you because my mercies are new every morning. Hallelujah. So I want you to stand this morning all over this building. And I want you to say, God, I am through with what used to be. I am not Pharaoh's son anymore. I'm not Pharaoh's grandson anymore. I have made a decision. I choose to be a Christian. I choose to live like this. Nobody's making me do it. I don't do it because it's religious. I do it because he is my God. He is my Lord. He is my Savior. He is my King. And he is ruler of it all. How many believes that? If that's your choice this morning, these altars are open or you can stay right where you're at. But I want you to make a decision. I want somebody to make a decision this morning. You're here this morning, and I knew you would be because the Lord promised me this week there's going to be people there that need to make a decision, that need to make a choice. I can point about three of you out already. I'm not going to because the Holy Ghost didn't give me a lead to do that. But I could come put my hand upon you. But I'm asking you this morning to make a decision. Come on, choose. Choose. Joshua, before they entered into Canaan, he says, guys, it's time to choose. We're going into the enemy's territory. We're going into the place where the enemy rules. Come on, you're talking about 31 kingdoms. They were about to take over. And I believe if they'd have made a choice, they'd have made a choice. Somebody said this the other day, and I agree with it. I believe if they'd have made a choice right then to choose him they wouldn't have fought a battle 31 kingdoms would have fell right before him just like Jericho Jericho did come on they would have sung it out they would have worshiped it out they would have glorified God all the way through that through that whole through that whole thing but let me tell you something you have got to make a choice right now the preacher's got to make a choice right now the lay people have got to make a choice right now. Every leader in this building, you got to make a choice right now. I choose the greater value than the treasures of Egypt. I'm looking ahead to a greater reward than the one I'm experiencing right now. Come on. I, I'm looking forward. How many looking forward with me this morning? I want you, if you're here this morning, come on, come on. These altars are open right now. These altars are open right now. Come on, come on. Let's fill them up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.